the win! Another day, another not on this day. Yeah. What have you got I've for gone, us? I've got uh, an unsung hero yeah, again. Yeah, good. Good. These are what I like. It's our previous day, unsung hero of the week. Well, this this one might be controversial. Ooh. I don't know. I'll see what you think. Okay. Because he is, he is highly sung about right within his sport uh, okay we've done ones like that before the okay, the so table tennis allowed. guy he was yeah he was massive that's sung true his yeah sport, but yeah. no one else had ever heard of him voldner yes. what's his name Janovi voldner the tree right. yeah the tree man yeah <laughs> um well th- so we spoke about the tree man uh this week we're going to talk about the old bear the old bear of curling oh I like that. I love curling. Well, this this is why I thought we should talk about it. Yeah. Because so we're talking about Kevin Martin, who is the most decorated curler in Canadian history. Yeah, I think I recognize that name. Um probably. He is a three-time Olympian mm-hmm. and double medalist. He won gold in 2010 at Vancouver with a perfect run. Didn't lose Ooh, a game. Really? And silver in 2002 in Salt Lake City and appeared in the 1992 Olympics when curling was uh, um, like an exhibition sport. Whoa, that's quite a long career. I guess you would you would yeah. have a long career as a curler. Like It's like bowls, isn't it? You just play, you just get better with age. It's like a fine wine. Well, it seems like it because so he got the go- finally got the gold in 2010 and then yeah. retired. Oh, did he? Yeah, uh, I don't know at what age, but um, yeah, so he retired on a high. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also so he's appeared at the World Curling Championships. He got gold in 2008, silver in 2009, silver in 1991. What? <laughs> This is such a wide variety of years. Yeah. <laughs> what did what was he doing between 1991 and the next one? Yeah, <laughs> finding the right team by the sound. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Actually, it is a team sport, isn't it? You can't yeah. win it on your own. Um, he's twelve-time provincial champion, four-time Canadian Bria Championship champion. Now that sounds weird because, mm. but. The Canadian Brea Championships is basically the national championships of Canada. Right. I don't know why they're called the Brea. How are you spelling Brea? Uh, B-R-I-E-R. Like a... Is that like a briar? Like a bush? No, that's briar, with an A, briar. isn't it? Like a briar yeah. bush. I think that's an A in it. I don't know. I don't know what a Brea is then. Um, but it's, it's the annual... The Canadian annual nationals uh-huh. which draws a bigger crowd both in person and tv than the world championships no way yeah <laughs> wait on tv as well yeah surely all the canadians are watching the worlds don't care for it <laughs> they only care about the nationals yeah they're just like americans once it's outside of america i don't care <laughs> yeah so the, maybe it's because so the the winners of the Canadian national championships then represent Canada at the world championships. Uh, yeah. So maybe all the people supporting their local team 
like their provincial uh, team then yeah. don't watch <laughs> don't watch the world the... championships <laughs> if they didn't make it <laughs> <laughs> they're very partisan maybe yeah they only yeah. they only like people from their own town no one else <laughs> that's that's so, kind of crazy that a nationals has got more viewership than a world's i can't think of that being the case in anything else yeah yeah it obviously it's, it's super popular in canada yeah and he so he's had a pretty stellar career on the ice, mm-hmm. but it was partly this this popularity of the the national championships in Canada mm. that spurred him to become instrumental in the creation and development of the Grand Slam series for world class curlers. Mm. So there was a there's a, a world curling tour that has existed since 1992. Okay, and do you say that was when it was a, a an exhibition sport at the Olympics, ninety two? Yeah. Okay. Um, but a team on the World Curling Tour, the team won a total in nineteen ninety three on the World Curling Tour of seventeen thousand dollars. That's so little. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Barely any money at all. So. Kevin Martin, along with other people, yeah. introduced curling grand slams in, from 2001, right. which are similar to tennis grand slams. Yeah. As in, they're still part of the world curling tour, but they, they have large payouts. But they're kind of their own thing as well. Yeah, they're what everybody wants to win. Yeah. So they... Interesting. They introduced this concept in 2001 and... Uh-huh. Uh, I saw some figures for 2012. Mm. Um, the highest earning team, still with three tournaments left, three grandstands left, had won $120,000 in a year. How many grandslams are there in a year? So not with not with three grandslams left, three tournaments, oh, including three tournaments. The, including the national championships. Right. Um, which I think had a payout of like a hundred K. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, maybe like you could think maybe doubling that. Yeah. But it's still, uh, it's still for a team of, so there's four on the ice, right? Yeah. A team probably has more players than that for, uh, like injuries or whatever, I guess. I guess so. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, so there might be six people. So between six people, it's still not a massive amount of money, is it? In 2007, Kevin Martin's team totaled $176,000 for a mm. year. But that's still a 10 times increase yeah. from, what, uh, 14 years before. From, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously going in the right direction, but it's still it's still not huge amounts of money, particularly if it's in Canadian dollars. I think it's US. Oh, okay, that's all right. <laughs> but the, um, they had a quite a big bust up. So he introduced, well, they introduced these curling grand slams, mm-hmm. and for a for a while, if you the you couldn't play the national championships. If you were playing in the Grand Slams, really, they were like the Kerry pra- Kerry Packer breakaway tour type things. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, 
Kevin Martin, along with others, partook in a um, boycott of the national championships. Wow. Until they're allowed to play and wear like their sponsors and stuff because they weren't allowed to wear their sponsors. That's the other um, bit of it, isn't it? This is not just prize money. There'll be sponsorships and... Yeah, so the, I've only mentioned like prize yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so eventually they caved and now, yeah, like the national championships is a grand slam. Really? And offers like, a very large payout for yeah. women. So these grand slams, are they around the world, you know, or are they all in Canada? Um, I'm... No, the first year there was only one Grand Slam outside of Canada. Right now, I believe they are all over the world. I think there's Japan, Scandinavia, because obviously Norway and Sweden and Finland are very big on curling. Yeah, it was uh, Korea were big in the curling, weren't they? In the last Winter Olympics, they had, yeah, they have twins. I think there was a set of twins, wasn't there, in the Korean team, if I remember right, and they were yeah. like, in the women's team. Uh, so yeah, that makes sense that it's big in Asia as well. Yeah. So uh, through the Grand Slam series, Kevin helped bring more competitions, sponsorship and prize money to curling. Mm. Uh, awareness and popularity of curling also grew from re- recreational sport to an actual spectator sport as nice. it is now. Um, and so arguably... It is because of Kevin and people yeah. like Kevin that once every four years <laughs> we get to go crazy. Over We're it. all like, ah, curling! I love curling. <laughs> every time I forgot, I forgot how much I love curling. Yeah, <laughs> I I do love curling. There is a curling rink uh, in Preston, I think, that my dad has wanted to go to for ages and ages, but it's quite expensive <laughs> to go curling. Yeah, surprisingly expensive. That's so. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, I guess ice rinks aren't really a big thing here. So when they build one, they have to make the money out of it. Yeah. To, to make yeah. it keep going, which is a bit of a shame. Yes, yeah, because you're making it restrictive then yeah. to certain people. Oh, or it just fails and no one no one pays the money for it because... Yeah, <laughs> cause yeah. Everyone, <laughs> like, like you say, everyone loves curling every four years here. But yeah. <laughs> a lot of people here forget about curling the instant that the Winter Olympics is finished. Definitely, for sure. I was going to say, do we, like, do British teams uh, compete in these uh, Grand Slams and things or tournaments around uh, the world? I assume so. Yeah, I, like I think they must do. So um, it is now regarded that after Kevin Martin's work, he like he helped establish the competitive tier in the sport nice. and um, set the groundwork for management of curling teams and creation of high level competition curling events. So so these tours are seen. These Grand Slams are seen as like the most competitive yeah like the pinnacle of curling competition yeah yeah um he, he said since he started playing it is changed so much and yeah. the the people playing are actual athletes now yeah um they're not just blokes from down the pub yeah i imagine find a broom yeah i imagine <laughs> very much that's how it starts yeah and and it was very much like playing darts or yeah, something yeah, yeah. that's cool um, that must be weird to watch hadn't it like 
being in a sport and like creating that like creating a monster because all of a sudden everyone who's playing is better than you or more of an athlete than you are potentially yeah, yeah. but still competed until yeah 2010 and, I guess, and won the gold and, in 2010 won, yeah. yeah um he in fact he has the uh most wins at olympics so not necessarily like oh, over right. like gold but yeah no most, most number of matches won. individual matches won yeah yeah nice it's like 20 or something yeah um they play a lot only, don't they at the olympics like it's, they it's do a yeah now it was last yeah. oh yeah i guess yeah it would have changed over the years but the last one was there was a lot of games yeah and, and like they play a full round robin in the group stage and then there's knockouts i think it being so he said that part of the um, athleticism and the professionalism that has sort of been generated in the sport has left, has led to like the precision that you see now. Yeah. Which I think makes it a spectator sport because if yeah, it would be, it would be fun to watch some rubbish people <laughs> for a for little, a little while, yeah. but the, the <laughs> tension that is yeah. like, in a curling match <laughs> yeah. is there because they are so good it's all because they can literally land it on a sixpence isn't it if, yeah if all they could do is just wang it down and hope for knocking everyone else's out of the way it would be yeah. awful and it's the same with yeah. bowls isn't it like bowls is yeah. so bad to watch when you like if you see bad people playing bowls it's unwatchable <laughs> yeah you just know that it, like, we're gonna get anywhere near it yeah <laughs> um so yeah it would be it would be funny and a good watch for a match yeah. maybe but it the whole draw of curling yeah. is is like the tension that builds in a single end yeah and then like end after end after end yeah, yeah. i think there's actually a lot of sports that are like that isn't there like snooker is like that and darts yeah. it's pretty much any pub game like like that or anything that where there's is only skill like there's no physical aspect no, yeah. like, being bigger or stronger really doesn't really matter. It's all about the skill of doing the thing. I don't, I don't feel the tension so much in darts because there is not much you can do to affect your opponent. You yeah, can't make true. it more, other than keep hitting your shots. Yeah, that's you very true. You physically can't make it more difficult it's for only, your opponent. It's only pressure, isn't it? That's the only thing you can do. In yeah, darts. yeah. I don't. To be fair, I don't like darts. I've never enjoyed watching no. darts, but. All the other games I do enjoy, and I never really thought about that, but that probably is the reason why. It's because it's you're just watching a bloke do his own thing. Like there's nothing. Yeah, there's and no... if if the good if the bloke is good at his own thing, then yeah. why should he ever lose? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can you can literally win darts every time with like no yeah. matter who you're playing. If you just hit hit the right darts every time, I don't know what it is to get the perfect five or one, the like the nine data. But if you just do the nine data every time, you will win, won't you? Or yeah. You'll draw forever with the bloke you play yeah. next to you. <laughs> the one other bloke. Um, so uh, Kevin Martin was inducted into the Curling Hall of Fame in 2014. Nice. Um, and it was said, it's it was a no-brainer for most people, and yeah. many people couldn't understand why he wasn't inducted earlier. Yeah. Um, somebody likened the decision to adding Wayne Gretzky to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, I can see that, but you like he'd never won. Well, I guess he'd won things, but he'd never won the ultimate prize until then, right? 
So that's that's what you've got to wait until. You've got to wait until he wins the Olympic gold. I guess so, but then they still they still waited four years. Uh, maybe they only <laughs> maybe they only let people in every four years. <laughs> maybe yeah, on an Olympic cycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair like after after he's won the olympic gold and retired you probably should put him in straight away at that point yeah yeah as soon as he retires yeah Yeah. so so we know who to thank for creating such like a good sport to watch every four years we do and now everyone does you can all go to his like wherever the uh, the curling hall of fame is and like praise his I was going to say Tombstone, but he's not dead, is he? He's just he's just retired. No, and he actually does a podcast now. Does he? On, yeah, on well, curling. Don't, don't don't promote that. People people listen to our <laughs> podcast instead. We'll get him on here instead. Don't don't go and find his podcast. I know in in one of their um, one of their episodes, they were discussing such exciting topics as is ten ends too many. Ooh, controversial. I, I don't know, is it? Sounds it. <laughs> it's like the bedrock of the support. <laughs> the number that of ends. Well, in, in, I don't know, in the Canadian World Championships, they might only play four. We don't know. That's we true. Watch it yeah. that's, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got no idea. I couldn't, I couldn't weigh in on that debate, to be honest. <laughs> For me, it seems perfect. That's, that's what I'll say. <laughs> Don't change a thing. Yeah, stay, stay just as you are, curling. <laughs> and only materialise once every four years. <laughs> yeah. You learn something new every day, don't you? 